Assalamu alaikum and welcome to this episode where I will be sharing three tools for overcoming hardship. But first, a quick story. One of my children recently had a dental appliance placed in his mouth to correct a misaligned bite. This is new territory for us, especially for the child who now has to navigate talking and eating with this huge foreign object in his mouth for six weeks. At first, he was not happy at all. He cried when he tried to eat his favorite meal and he found it hard to chew. Mama, I want this thing out. I just want it out. I wish no one ever invented this thing. I totally felt his pain. And if I'm being honest, I felt guilty seeing him so upset. It was nighttime already, so I told him I'd call the orthodontist the next day to tell them about his discomfort. The fixer-upper in me wanted to give him reasons and reminders and suggestions to make him feel better. But I stopped myself because sometimes, when a child is in their storm, all they need is to know that you're there. So I didn't try to fix anything. I didn't tell him it's a temporary thing because six weeks feels like forever to a child who's ready to give up right now. I didn't tell him this would benefit him long-term because a child doesn't care about long-term. I didn't tell him he would look back one day and appreciate this because one day means nothing to a child who's hurting right now. So I sat with him and listened to him because that was what he needed at that moment. But you know what that made me realize? I realized that you and I are like children too. We don't see the full picture when Allah tests us, so we cry and complain and just want it to stop. We forget that it's temporary and that our patience during the storm will benefit us so much we'll look back one day with appreciation. Allah knows what doors will open up tomorrow or in six weeks or six years, but we don't. We don't see any of it. We only see the storm that we're in right now. So when you find yourself waiting for clarity, guidance, for du'as to be answered, for ease, for relief from health challenges, when you're exhausted and drained and totally out of energy because of your job or studies or responsibilities, when you're waiting and hoping and praying to see the light at the end of the tunnel in your family or work issues, I want you to remember this. Even though it hurts, Allah won't leave you in pain for no reason at all. If it's from Allah, then there's khair in it. There's good in it. You can't see what Allah sees and you'll never know what he knows. Everything is going according to his wisdom and his perfect plan. And this alone should be a source of comfort for you and me. So trust him and breathe and smile. And as my teacher would say, relax. Remember what Allah says about tests? Allah says in the Quran in Surah Baqarah, And certainly we shall test you with something of fear, hunger, loss of wealth, lives and fruits. But give glad tidings to the patient, who, when afflicted with calamity, say, Truly to Allah we belong, and truly to him we shall return. May he make us among the patient ones among those who have unwavering faith plus an unlimited supply of tawakkul. May he keep us grounded no matter what mountain is in front of us so that we can say with conviction, 
truly to Allah we belong and truly to him we shall return. Ameen. These days, I'm learning to put my struggles in perspective. There are a few different tools I use and I want to share some of them with you. Tool number one is remembrance of Allah. When I'm in my storm, I literally ask myself, is my internal turbulence too big for Allah to settle? Is the problem I'm facing too much for Allah to solve? Are the burdens I'm carrying too heavy for Allah to grant me relief from? Of course, these aren't even questions to ask because Allahu Akbar. But it helps me a lot when I'm having a moment of, I just can't. And then I say on repeat, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Which means, there is no might and no power except with Allah. So when you find yourself at the edge of whatever cliff you're on, remind yourself that Allah can take care of you. It's so easy for him. Let remembrance of Allah always be your first stop. If you're dealing with issues in your marriage, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. If you're worrying excessively about your future, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. If you're overwhelmed with work or financial difficulty or family issues, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Do your part, of course, because we become even more frustrated when we do nothing about the situation that we're in. So tie your camel, phone a friend if you have to. But make sure you put your trust in Allah to handle your affairs and not in the friend. The second tool that I use is the daily adhkar. Allah tells us in the Quran, in Surah Al-A'raf, and remember your Lord within yourself in humility and in fear without being apparent in speech in the mornings and the evenings and do not be among the heedless. We have access to the daily adhkar, basically a treasure that can help us earn Allah's pleasure because through the adhkar we praise and glorify Allah and declare that there is none worthy of worship except him. We ask him for good health for provision in dunya and akhirah, for goodness, for guidance, for better relationships, for protection from the grave and the hellfire. We seek forgiveness, we show gratitude, we ask for barakah, we call on him by his most beautiful names and ask him to rectify our affairs. We hand over our worries to him, we place our trust in him, we ask him to protect us from worry, from grief, from laziness, miserliness, poverty, disbelief and from being overcome by debt. We also send blessings upon the Prophet Muhammad All of this that I've mentioned is a small part of the power and beauty of the morning and evening adhkar. May Allah make us among those who truly get to experience the barakah of the daily adhkar. Ameen. We have such a beautiful gift in our hands and on our phones in some cases. Let's make sure we use it as much as we can. Tool number three is specific dua. Remember to ask Allah for relief from the specific struggle that you or your loved ones are facing. Some people find it difficult to make specific dua to the situation that they're in. They may feel like they're asking Allah for too much or like there are other people in worse situations. 
But for now, here's one beautiful, beautiful dua to hold on to, whether you're able to make specific dua or not. I recently learned this dua again from my friend Fatima, who hosts Maktaba, which is a book club that I love and highly recommend. I'll share details below. Allahumma rahmataka arju, fala takilni ila nafsi tarfatain. O Allah, I hope for your mercy. Do not leave me to myself, even for a blink of an eye. Correct all of my affairs for me. There is none worthy of worship except you. If you do nothing else, recite this dua morning and evening. May Allah grant you relief from whatever you're facing. May he make your pain an expiation for you. May he lighten your load and make it easy for you to continue trusting him. Ameen.